Welcome to New Dad City, the podcast where the journey of new fatherhood is not just shared, but celebrated. I'm your host, fellow new dad, here to guide you through the intricate maze of early parenthood with real-life experiences and hard-earned insights. Here, we believe in facts, because it's not just advice, it's what I've personally lived through. In New Dad City, we challenge the modern narrative and rediscover what it means to be a man in a world that often values submissiveness over traditional masculinity. We tackle everything from the practical, like mastering sleep training and finding the perfect diaper, to the profound, such as reigniting romance with your spouse and mastering the art of communication to conquer your doubts and fears. This is a community where physical fitness isn't just a goal. It's a pathway to becoming the best version of yourself. We understand that being strong isn't just about the body, but also about the mind. We're not afraid to dive deep into our thoughts and emotions, breaking the stereotype that men don't talk about what's going on inside their heads. At New Dad City, our mantra is simple, core values and discipline trump motivation. We're not here to offer temporary fixes, but to build lasting foundations for you and your family. Whether you're struggling with the day-to-day challenges of fatherhood or seeking to deepen your understanding of what it means to be a dad today, you've come to the right place. So join me, your host, Kevin P., as we navigate the rewarding yet demanding world of new fatherhood together. Welcome to New Dad City, where dads are not just made, but forged. Now, I'm going to revisit something that I've talked about before, and it's the pre-dad life and the transition of going from being a childless person or not a parent to a parent or, you know, of of one kid, multiple kids, what have you. I've I've discussed it before, and I'm, I'm very, very open about how I feel about this. And I I don't know, upon thinking about it more, I don't know what my ultimate verdict is going to be about it. On one hand, I'm like, you know, suck it up. Like, this is your life now. Shut up about the past that's already happened. You're still allowed to think about it and talk about it, but stop complaining that you can't do things that you used to be able to do versus it's okay to, I guess, miss it. You know, I don't know how to, how else to explain it right now, but those are my thoughts as I'm, I'm talking about this. And this is a pretty much off the cuff episode. I I don't really have anything written out for it because I wanted to see, I wanted to actively think and meditate on it while I was recording. So, the the pre dad life for me, it, it it didn't involve going out on weekends. One because I don't go out and do stuff like that and party and all that. One, I'm sober. Two, I'm 35 years old, so I think personally you give that shit up, and you know around your 30s, like there's just nothing beneficial to it. Like grow up and be an adult doesn't mean you can't have fun. I'm definitely not saying that. What I am saying is that you're an adult. You don't need to be going out every fucking weekend. Take care of yourself first. Gain some knowledge. Gain some skill sets that will further you in life or your career, whatever that path is you want to go on. I mean, you can still 
do things and be happy and have fun or whatever you want to call it without going out every Friday and getting trashed, whatever. If that's what you want to do, by all means, please go ahead and do it. I'm not saying don't, but it's just not, it's just not what I preach here. And it's not what I personally do. And I'm not sitting on, I'm not sitting high on, on some altar trying to speak down like I'm self-righteous. It's just, it's me. This is authentic Kevin and what I believe and also what I, I represent through my core values and my principles, beliefs and all of that. So talking about this, um, sorry, talking about this pre-dad life thing, my, my life prior to, we'll even say pregnancy, because pregnancy hit hard with my wife. She, she had not the easiest pregnancy, and it was a lot of me helping her go around, do stuff, drive her around, because she was in constant pain. She was a tiny little thing that gained 60 pounds, and it was all in her belly, so she was, <laughs> she was essentially top-heavy. And I, I can only imagine putting all that weight on and not being able to move as she did. You're not as nimble and agile. So she she definitely needed some help moving around and and that was that was my new focus in life was was helping my wife out. Granted there were times where I was still able to sit behind the TV with a game controller in my hand or hop on my PC and play games with, you know, Cody in Germany whenever whenever we coordinated for that. But I think the biggest thing that changed was I See, this is where my thoughts come into it as well, and where Eric, Eric, and I, him and I have discussed this. Was I've always I always had this this thought, and I, I definitely mourned the the pre dad life a little bit in the beginning because the being a dad's was totally brand new to me, and it still is. I'm not saying I I have experienced everything, which I clearly haven't. But there were times where I was like, man, I can't just do whatever I want. And yeah, there's a certain point, like in the beginning, when you you know you don't take your kid out for a, you know a few weeks, and you sit there and you go, man, I can't just I can't just sit on the couch and be lazy or play video games or I can't just walk out the door and, and go do whatever I wanted. And when I really thought about, it, I was like, did I really go anywhere? Like I had a gym in my basement in in the garage when we lived in the apartment. And I have a gym here. I was sober during both these times. And most of the stuff that I did, I did with Erica. And we would go out and eat dinner. We would go explore. She took me out west where she grew up and showed me some cool stuff there. A little Amish store that had like six-inch diameter oatmeal and whoopie pies, which, by the way, I ate both of them within 10 minutes of getting them. No regrets. And it's transitioned to this thing where it's like, okay, I have a six month old now, what can I do and what can I not do? And it takes me back to that episode that I did with Eric about doing things with your kid, not avoiding them because of your kids. And once I adopted that mentality and that mindset, and I thought about what my core values were, I still do the same exact stuff that I do now that I have a six month old. And it did take me a while to to transition that and that episode with Eric finally was the the nail in the coffin for 
lack of a better terms, but for the good, you know, there was nothing bad about that. And it, it took me doing the pot. Eric was like, just bring him in here. Like, why are you, this is what this episode's about. Like, why are you avoiding doing, having your kid in here? I was like, oh, well, he's just going to cry. He's like, so what? Like, that's the new dad experience. And right then and there, like, that's when, when he said those kind of things, and this is just one of many things Eric has taught me, you know, these past three months since working with him again and getting um, the Empowered Homefront Project and New Dad City off the ground was, it was just, it was just astounding. Like, so I, I went and I, you know, I told Erica, I said, hey, just stay in the room. Like, I'll, I'll get him to sleep. Don't worry. I'm going to record with him in here. And he just, he fell asleep right in my arms. He was awake a little bit and he was being goofy and stuff like that. But it was just, it was another bonding moment I had with him. And he's not going to remember it. But if I keep these trends up of doing things with my son, then they're going to continue. And then when he gets old enough to develop memories and start developing a conscious relationship with, you know, his, his father, me, he's going to know that from the very beginning, dad involved him with things. There was no, Hey daddy, can, can we play today? It's like, no, I'm going out with my, with the boys. It's like, okay. And I, 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 like I said, I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. I would like to think that I have the wherewithal and the character to never do that, which I think I can pretty much say set in stone. It won't. However, the, the stuff, like I'm saying, the stuff that I did prior to being a dad, whether I was expecting while Erica was pregnant or after he was born, I can't do the things I want to do when I want to do them all the time. I don't want to put out this false notion that I do exactly everything that at, at any time with actually it just it doesn't work out so i don't want to put out that false pretense or anything what happens now is i just i re i do my priorities differently there's clear times where i need to go out to the store and axel's not going to have it he's just going to be fussing because he's teething and all that stuff and it's 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 better to go okay when can i go and you know help him out and help mom out at the same time it's that same thinking of i think i mentioned it before and if i didn't here it is i stopped thinking i can't and i started thinking how can i and a lot of that came started off with money and finances it stopped with Hey, Eric would be like, Hey, you know, I think we should get this for Axel. It's like, Hey, I can't afford that right now. And once I stopped switching from that to how can I afford it? It's amazing how things opened up and it, there's really no effort involved except for doing a little bit of critical thinking for about five to 10 minutes. Um, I know that's a little off topic right now, but I feel like it's important to, when you start getting in this comparison game and, and what sucks is you're not even comparing yourself to others. You're comparing yourself to yourself and the, what it was like. 
and we fall into this to this thing where it sucks and I see it everywhere that I feel like society is pushing men and women not to have more kids because there's so many posts that flood everywhere that it's like, oh, I went and did this, this, and this. How did I do it? Oh, it's because I don't have kids. It's like, okay, good for you. Like, that's the decision you made. Like, stop trying to downplay the fact that you would be a lot happier if you had a family. Now you're going to die with nobody at your bedside because you were selfish and wanted to do everything. That's my opinion on it. That's my fact, my experience with how I feel. Having my son and having a family just outweighs everything that I used to do prior to meeting Erica, prior to becoming sober, everything. Not once does it cross my mind that it's like, oh man, I wish I had my old life back. That that doesn't come across my mind. Now, Erica and I will joke in bed about the what did we do prior to pregnancy and stuff like that. And I've, I've discussed that before on this podcast. And it's just a joking matter now. And to be honest, like we really didn't do much. When you really think about it, you probably didn't do much. And you're just finding a way to complain and vent that isn't productive or conducive to the current scenario and your feelings that you're going through at the moment. Because don't get me wrong, last night was rough. I texted Erica when he was crying because I was in the spare bedroom because I wanted to go to sleep earlier to catch up on sleep, and that didn't even happen. Because we're we're sleep training, we're we're sleep training Axel while he's teething, so it's like it's a lot of extra work, and there's a lot of crying going on. And I texted her, and actually, let me pull it up because I'm not even going to sit here and try to lie to you guys about it. So let me go ahead and pull it up. Give me a second. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, here it is. I sent it at uh, 12.56 a.m. Does he need a bottle? He's breaking me, Erica. He's fucking breaking me down. This sleep training thing is going to make me snap. Erica replied, he's calm right now. I have him in the bed with me. And I replied, you have no idea how hard I'm trying to not let him rile my emotions up and act based on them. That's why I brought him in here with me. Go back to sleep. I'm really trying my hardest. His gums are hurting him. His Tylenol's worn off. And I had passed out. As soon as I set my phone down, I passed out. But I want to be completely transparent and open with you guys about that kind of stuff. Because in that moment right there, I didn't yell. I didn't, you know, me vocalizing that I was having a tough time with listening to him shriek right next door to me in the other room. When I've been implementing these techniques and tactics that the sleep training guide has given us her that Axel's nanny has given us this resource that she had that she used for her kid. It's just, I think in that moment I wanted instant gratification and I had to sit there and reflect on everything. And the thought did come across my mind. Like I would not be encountering any of this, these sleep issues if we didn't have a kid like that thought did come across my mind. And it's these fleeting thoughts that people will hold on to that go from fleeting thought to this parasitic idea that just eats away at your brain and eats away at your mind. And thank God that I have this, this mindset and I keep repeating it, these core values and these principles that stop 
these fleeting thoughts right in their track. And I put my phone down after I had texted that, and I did fall asleep shortly, but between that time of setting my phone down and putting and falling asleep, I thought, you did the right thing by voicing how you were concerned, and you did a very good job of thinking when you thought of man if i we didn't have kids and we were just parent we were not parents we wouldn't be worrying about this i crushed it immediately because there's nothing more that i want in this world than to be a dad and a husband especially a dad the coolest thing that i've ever that i've ever been called by anybody is dad and i've said it before in another episode when axel gets old enough to speak and recognizes and i hear that first dad that and daddy and dad and stuff like that. Like it's just gonna just it just reinforces what I want in life and what I've achieved in life with marrying Erica and having a family and Axel being born. So as much as I, I harp home, I, I, I try to hit home these ideas, these values and principles that I bring to the New Dad City podcasting community. I am not perfect and I do have my slip up sometimes. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I don't want to seem like I'm this ideal man to follow. I have my character defects. I have my shortcomings and I'm not afraid to be transparent about it. But back to when I was laying in bed between texting Erica and falling asleep, I did a comparison of my pre-dad life and my life now. And there are so many, I, I, the list of the pre-dad life was so short that I, that I immediately forgot about it once I started thinking about dad life and how much reward and happiness and not happiness, joy, I'll say joy comes out of this. And the fact that I get to wake up and know that my boy is going to be there and that he's going to want to see me and interact with me and he's going to want to, play with me and want me to hold him and stuff like that is just so much more. It it just, it's in my, it, it just sits in my heart so much more than anything that a pre-dad life could possibly offer. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Keep on dadding. Hey guys, Kevin here. Just a reminder, if you enjoy the episodes, if you enjoy the show, please go in there and Give me a rating, an honest one. I hope it's a five star. Also, head over to the New Dad City Instagram. It's instagram.com backslash New Dad City. My handle is New Dad City, obviously. And the YouTube channel, www.youtube.com backslash at symbol New Dad City. I post content pretty regularly on there. The only podcast episodes I really put on there are the ones with me and Eric because that's the video footage that we get. And those ones are awesome. They're resonating with a lot of people. I have people texting me, relatives and friends saying, man, I really like your guys' interaction. So if you could support us, go ahead and head over to the Instagram, give us a follow and head over to the YouTube and give us a subscribe. Please drop your comments on this videos, whether they're shorts or long form. It really helps the channel out. And I hope you guys have a blessed day. Thank you.